Hi, I'm Austin. I'm Josh. I'm Justin. And I'm Sarah Kennedy. Ew, also, we have we a have special, special guest. Stereo. <laughs> and I yeah. think they brought a movie for us. Yeah, have you guys seen Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is oh, a staple. Oh, no. <laughs> well, that's all right. I haven't seen it either, so Whoa. thought I'd bring it here. <laughs> Game changer. Uh, I love whatever our... people yeah. bring on uh, movies that they haven't seen. Dylan this... asked us to do Psycho. This is only Ooh. the third time it's happened. Melanie yeah. asked us to do the first Phantasm. Yep. Ooh. Oh, there's like eight of those. Uh, so... <laughs> What we do for people who are uh, new to the podcast is if you have not seen the movie, could you give us a brief description based solely on the name? I know, I know. It's Bill and Ted 2. <laughs> have, have you seen the first one? I've seen parts of it. I've seen enough on like TBS oh, channel TBS changing up growing up. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. TNN, mm-hmm. all the old cable movie channels. Okay, okay. Um. Uh. So you, you get the general. I feel like idea. the second one didn't come on on TV as often, though. The second one was a Comedy Central play. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's where you saw the second one. Yeah. All right, you ready for my pitch? Oh yeah. Here we go. Bill and Ted are back, but oh no, they're dead and they're playing chess. Here it is, Bill and Ted's bogus journey. All right, I love it. I can make a poster out of that. Nice. Uh, Josh, All what right. do you have in mind for the second one? This is a uh, Have You Seen favorite Bill and Ted 1. We all recommended it. It's a silly, uh-huh. fun adventure. It ages pretty well. Yeah, Josh doesn't recommend very many movies. Oh, it's really difficult to get Josh to recommend a movie. I mean, we'll see if this one holds up. Even if he really likes the movie, sometimes he still won't recommend it, which I've never really encountered before. <laughs> Like Zero out of five right. stars. It was awesome. <laughs> oh, it's so funny that you say that because one of no. our episodes, One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, a, a famous line from Josh was, five out of five stars, would not recommend. <laughs> it, it was a very good movie, but I wouldn't want to put anyone else through it. Like if anyone was wearing t-shirts at this time, that's what I would be printing on them. Yeah. Sure, sure. <laughs> but everybody's running around naked. At home, not doing anything with clothing. So, um, Josh, what's your pitch? What, we watched the first one. What do you think the second one's going to be? Uh, I want it to be kind of like, not that I've seen Time Cop, but Time Copy, where <laughs> the like they did something in the first movie that's brought to light now that like breaks time laws that they, of course, didn't know about. And they just get like thrown in like time jail. Oh, you want repercussions mm. from the Yeah, yeah, movie. I want repercussions and lots of continuity. Justin, have you from... seen Time Cop? Yeah. Okay, because I've not time. seen Time Cop. That's it's been Sean a Claude really Dan, long right? time, but I, yes, I Is have. Is that the one where he's doing laundry? Sean Claude Van Damme, he does laundry, and he does the splits while he's doing laundry? Um, this is you, Justin. Yes, yes it is. Oh, I, right, right. I need to watch it. Inspirational. I mean, if it's, it's a, if it's a John Claude Van Damme movie, there's a pretty <laughs> well, sure, good chance. Sure. If it's a commercial. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so you want Time Jail. That sounds pretty awesome, too. So we have one pitch for their dead, one pitch for Time Jail. Uh, this Nothing on John Claude Van Damme. If I could do the splits, I'd do it all the time, too. <laughs> I would watch this movie while doing the splits. <laughs> 
If Bill and Ted ran into Jean-Claude Van Damme, <laughs> that'd be a fun crossover. Do you think that Bill and Ted's bogus journey is going to involve Jigsaw? <laughs> oh, man, no, now... he's back. <laughs> now I just want the Bill and Ted-verse to be that they go into other movies <laughs> and, like, screw up the plot of the movie. Yeah. Like, like Saw. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Saw's chasing them through time is one of our yeah. uh, one of our uh, plot lines here on Have You Seen. That was from the first movie. Uh, stopping them at every turn and trapping <laughs> history's most favorite th- famous thinkers in elaborate death puzzles. <laughs> Let's see. He tried to do it to a Terminator. <laughs> he tried to do it to Terminator, but I don't think it worked very well. It did well. not work. No. Talking about Time Cop, we need to watch. We need to put that on the podcast. That's for sure. That's a big. We'll be there eventually. Seen. It gets brought up enough. Yeah. Um. So. Why did you want to put this one on the list, Sarah? Well, you know, you know. First off, there's a new Bill and Ted movie. So if people aren't discussing the backlog, then how can they go into this new one without it? You know, yeah. you gotta have all the information. Good reasoning. You can stand by that. And sure. You guys already did the first one, so you know. <laughs> yeah. What was it, I gonna do? Yeah, it's just a fun adventure movie. I'm really excited. Like I said, I watched it recently, and I can't wait to dive right back in. I. I watched the new one a couple nights ago. Big fan. Ooh, no spoilers. No I know. spoilers. It's going to be real hard to talk about time travel movies without spoilers, having like the third one's continuity in my head now, but I'm going to yeah. try my best. It's like you're coming from the future to all it of is. us in the past. And I can't give away any valuable information. <laughs> Guys, invest in Bill and Ted 3. It's going to blow up in the stock market. <laughs> <laughs> it also wins the World Series. <laughs> It might win an Oscar because there's like 10 movies released this year. This is definitely the best one I've seen, and I've seen almost all of the movies released this year. The I don't know, the ones I want to see. There's a couple real losers. Like, uh, oh, did you see the one about the guy? It's like a, a Christian propaganda movie. He find, He's like a biker dude who finds out he has a daughter. And I can't say that I have. Ooh, that one looks real bad. It's like that Lucy. Sonic? Lucy? Yeah, yeah. And she can run fast. <laughs> Dad, I need more rings. <laughs> you didn't say that Jim Carrey was, like, chasing after her. Biker. <laughs> Biker. I have not seen Sonic. That's it was all right. Fun. Yeah, that slipped I by. thought Jim Carrey... It was nice to see Jim Carrey have fun with a role. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's, always, it's always good to see. Um, Jim Carrey is someone we have not touched on the podcast. And that's Not surprising. Yet. Ooh, I can put liar liar on the list. Going into his like middle years, huh? <laughs> no, it was all the same year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he had like, like he just did a bunch of movies in a row. Okay, but I, I consider like his early stuff to be the Ace Ventura. Yeah. And um. Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber. Yeah, and then like The Mask. Mm-hmm. Those mm-hmm. were all right at the same time. Josh, have you seen all of these? I think I've seen Liar Liar. I but I haven't seen the other ones. Rather do the mask than Mask. Man, revisiting the mask, it does not hold up and it ages so poorly, but it's still a real fun time to spend an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah. That's why I want to talk about it, because that's one I had on VHS and was on constantly in my house. Has anybody seen Once Bitten? 
Yeah. Just talking about old Jim Carrey roles. Oh, that's like one of the first, I think. Josh, you would hate it. I don't want to see Jim Carrey become a vampire. I assume that's what the movie is. (laughs) Spoilers, that's all it's about. (laughs) But it's quirky because it's Jim Carrey. Uh, Even deeper dive, I would recommend My Best Friend's a Vampire. Way better movie from like the 80s. Mm-hmm. What's the vampire movie with Jonathan Lipnicki and Lil Bow Wow? Whoa, okay, I don't yeah. think I've seen that. <laughs> well, I can't believe I brought a Bill and Ted movie when I could have brought that. I <laughs> 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 figured out what it's called. It's like The Littlest Vampire or something like that. Oh, okay. Shad Moss is Lil Bow Wow's real name. Yes. Yeah. That'll make it easier to look it up. Um, <laughs> I remember, like, The Sorcerer's Apprentice. There were a bunch of those at that time. Like, Ooh. The Alchemist from Disney. Is The Little Vampire. The Little Vampire. The Little Vampire. Wow. Can't say I've seen that. Is it a Disney <laughs> not... Channel original? No, this one came out in 2000. But I'm also not sure if Little Bow Wow's there. Does he put on Dracula's shoes? <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't fit, because he's Little Bow Wow. He's Little! Yeah. Oh, Dracula has some like super nice pumps. Wasn't Bill? Wasn't Lil Bow Wow in the movie where he like got good at basketball because he put on magic yeah. shoes? Yeah, yes, that's true. That's one hundred percent true. Okay. I, I just want to make sure I made first. that joke right. Yeah, but it, my brain had to like rewind twelve years just to get it because I haven't thought about Lil Bow Wow playing basketball in that long. <laughs> Don't you. think Will Bow Wow is in this movie. We have um, done so... a lot of kids' sports movies, but we haven't done a. Oh, the little vampire! I haven't seen the lamp- little vampire. Okay, uh-huh. good. One like one time a long time ago. I don't remember anything about it. Then you can add it to the podcast. <laughs> uh, we're gonna get to it. We're gonna watch Bill and Ted's Focus Journey, and we'll be back on Have You Seen after this. And we're back, having just seen Bill and Ted. It's an excellent adventure. Or bogus adventure. God damn it. Bogus journey. Bogus Bogus journey. journey. It was so bogus, it threw me off. I was expecting another excellent adventure. Say it with me once. Bill and Ted's. Bill and Ted's bogus bogus journey. journey. I got it. Yeah. It it threw me for a loop. (laughs) I know. It's so different than the first one. Well, sort of. Uh, I mean, what do you think, like... Josh? Oh, sorry. Didn't mean to. No, no, no. I want to I hear Josh's opinion about it. Oh, I didn't like it. Yeah. <laughs> you didn't like it? Oh, I, man. I didn't. Well, so, like, I didn't hate it. It certainly had that Bill and Ted charm, but it certainly <laughs> it wasn't near as charming as the first movie, and a lot of it, I was just kind of like, oh. Like, they're doing, they're doing the time book again. They're still in hell. Like... You know, this is this evil Bill Ted thing's cool. I wish they were in the movie more and like did anything. <laughs> so they I don't know. There's their apartment pretty good. There were some ups and downs, <laughs> or, oh. but there were more downs than ups. One of my <laughs> first notes on Evil Bill and Ted is uh, Evil Bill and Ted are realistic Bill and Ted. 
they yeah, out of their right. house and they've just spray painted their door. Well, I guess that was normal, Bill and Ted, but the inside is trashed and they're just they're like bad to their girlfriends and they're just <laughs> they move into yeah, they're like dad's house and they're just like fine break up with uh, this babes. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Bill and Ted was originally on our podcast watch list because it was in my stoner, not stoner movie movie category. Yeah, this one. It's wild. There's yeah, they're like yeah, oh yeah, oh that's an important thing to note. That's a big deal. I didn't Mm -hmm. get the timestamp, but you can clearly see a bong when uh, good Bill and Ted invite evil Bill and Ted in the first time. It's between them, above them, on the windowsill next to the unrefrigerated salsa and chips. Nice, <laughs> bong watch. Bong watch spot. You were on that. You were on bong watch. I I apparently was on scenery watch. So I was like, oh, that's a good episode of Star Trek they were watching. Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, it's a classic. Sure. I love that episode of Star Trek. But then the Bill and Ted tease us. Why uh, why don't you and not show the lizard man? Yeah, right. right. Way to go. Um, but the evil Bill and Ted took them to the same scene from that shot that they were just watching to kill them. I know, it was so good. Brilliant. I love the whole thing. I just think, um, they're also, for being metalheads and like knowing so much about music, they have the most mixed genre band Yes. That I ever experienced, even at the very end when they're like, we have bongos! And then they're like, we usually have a keyboardist. <laughs> they're super eclectic. They're like Frank Zappa in a way. They just collect yeah. other brilliant players. Yeah, yeah. So for this sure. movie starts in the future, and we see a statue of Bill and Ted that is terrible. It looks nothing like him. But. This is like 700 years in the future. A lot of things are forgotten, so it's like a representation. Fine, whatever. Do you see how big their shoes are in the future? Everybody's wearing like neon foam clothes. Dude, everybody oh. in the future looks like their characters after a game of Splatoon. <laughs> yeah, okay. Like they're just, it's just all different colors everywhere, but it looks like they're wearing like foam. I mean, I guess they probably actually were, but... It's nerf people. Mm-hmm. Unthreatening. <laughs> I'm glad we got out of this future real quick because I, I I wasn't was like, sure how long I could put up with it for. I was like, oh, I was like, oh man, who's this dude who like hates peace, love, and harmony? And then I see what everybody's wearing. I'm like, oh, I'm kind of on his side just with style <laughs> points alone. But the bad guys are also wearing gigantic boots. They're they like are. big jackboot thugs, but they're these big foam boots just painted black. This guy really liked Star Wars and is a huge fan of Darth Vader. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was watching it with my fiance and she was just like, they put lights in his neck, like in his collar. <laughs> Ooh, speaking of Star Wars, George Carlin was totally Obi-Wan in this scene. He mm-hmm. had like white and oh, tan yeah. with blue lightsaber, like accent lights. Oh, yeah. It, it was pretty nice. I liked what he was wearing. I feel like that all the male students all had the Keanu Reeves haircut. So even if they, 700 years in the future, they don't remember what they look like to make a statue, they do remember the haircut no matter what and are giving For it sure. to everybody. Ooh, good For catch. sure. That was a good that. catch. Um, in their class, um, they say next week they're going to use the time machine to bring Ben Franklin and Aretha Franklin into class <laughs> to talk. And I'm like, I don't know if they're going to get along very well. <laughs> 
maybe we shouldn't pick people by last name alone. <laughs> They're going alphabetically. Yeah, but then I found it really strange that in current day, Ben Franklin was in heaven, and I was like, yeah. so there's going to be a point in the future where Ben Franklin's in heaven and sucked from the past to be in a classroom in the future. It, time travel's yep. weird. It's weird, Time travel's man. weird. This was it's fun, though. Best. This was a good adventure. This movie seemed like it was directed by a bunch of different directors. Like, whenever they were in hell yeah. and they went inside their minds, that, was so that scary. looked like it was Tim Burton. And there were parts of this movie that looked like it was directed by Cronenberg. And then, <laughs> and then other parts just seemed like a regular Bill and Ted movie. But, like... This part where they rip their faces off, I was just like, oh my god! What the- <laughs> they got my some Lord. really good practical effects in this movie. <laughs> yes. Yeah! This is something that stuck with me from when I saw this, when it first came out. I was like, damn, this one, this one's a little weirder, and not necessarily gorier, but just like stranger effects than the first one had. Oh yes, it is, definitely. Like when Bill opens up his torso and there's like metal abs in it that are flexing. I've, it's I like, do it like twice. They do. I was like, these robots are really, really dumb. I mean, they're robots of Bill and Ted, so it makes sense that they're pretty dumb. But they keep exposing like their cores. <laughs> like you have this outer shell, but they're like, hey, check it out. Or you can see inside of us. It's like when we saw Terminator. It doesn't matter. You can't stop it. Uh, uh, just like Terminator, they can mimic voices. So when these evil Bill and Ted's get to the past, they call up Bill and Ted pretending to be the princesses. And they're like, we're leaving you. Forget about what we just said five minutes ago. And they just got engaged. Yeah, and forget about the fact that cell phones don't exist. Because you I... just left. Yeah, that part too where he's just like, how'd they call us so fast? I was right. like, oh my gosh. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> Soon she says, yeah, don't to... worry about that. His face clears and it's like, okay, I won't worry about okay. that. <laughs> I, had to, I had to think. I had to think for like a second to be like, oh yeah, they don't have cell phones. <laughs> like we were all saying, but like I'm pretty sure we all have to do it now whenever we watch shit like this. But it's like, it's just weird how technology works. Speaking of what's weird with the times, watching something where there's a, a huge crowd of people, oh, and nobody's wild. wearing a mask, and it's like, it's like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and I know that's currently happening, but like seeing it, even like watching movies from the past and shows, it, it's very alarming. It's like you should be distancing, <laughs> right? <laughs> Uh, for the rest of the world, they all got like a Zoom concert, but it was just the people in California that got to see it live. I'm not surprised that we saw this military recruiter guy in hell again because immediately he gave off vibes like he was trying to bargain for their souls, <laughs> which I, I guess is pretty on brand for the military. Yeah, you don't have to so. make an assembly and add the word like. When you're talking about the U.S. military sucking young boys' souls, just like he wanted, he wanted all all four of them. All four of them. Yep. For a military school in Alaska. Yeah. Ooh. Prequel to Very Stripes. You know, Set in the same universe. You know, Stripes. Stripes is good for the first seventy-five percent of that movie, and then you're like, "What are we still doing here?" <laughs> Once they leave the army base and get that RV and go into the Alps and go on that other adventure, you're like, this could have been a sequel and everybody would have been fine with it. 
<laughs> this this would have been, been really stripes long. two, but the S, the number two. Or just more the- stripes. <laughs> Four stripes! Stripier! (laughs) Stripes in the series. Oh my god. (laughs) Oh, how long until Fast sucks in Bill Murray? (laughs) When Judd Apatow, or not Judd Apatow, when, uh, what's that really whimsical motherfucker's name when he stops working with, give him work? Oh, yeah, uh, Paul Thomas Anderson. No, that's the other one. The other one. The guy who does all the movies. Right, right. T. Barnum. Wes Anderson. It's Wes Anderson. It's Wes Anderson. I am baffled that he does not have at least a middle initial for how pompous he is. (laughs) I'm surprised he doesn't just go by his first two initials and then his last name. Yeah. Huey S. Anderson. <laughs> Wes W. J. Ezekiel Anderson. <laughs> I make movies I mean, that's kind of what That's kind of what Bill and Ted do when they introduce themselves. I know, they He's say like, Esquire like they're a fucking <laughs> lawyer. <laughs> but then the grandma is also an Esquire when they go to hell. <laughs> oh, yeah. Family of lawyers. Oh, is this that movie, just name Esquire? That's, that's pretty baller. <laughs> that scene, that scene uh, in Hell where he goes with his grandma is just like a huge PSA to like not force kids to give affection to people they don't want to. Yes. It's like that's like his Good entire. Lesson. It's like that's his oh, personal hell for. Oh my God! God I'm gonna say. Uh, Insidious stole a lot from Bill and Ted's bogus journey <laughs> with the color effects when people are like in the dead zone or whatever. And yeah. like these blank mask faces and it was fucking disturbing. They did a really wow. good job of scaring me in hell. Um even so the even the programmer of the evil Bill and Ted robots hates them. He sends them to Earth. But station. The, the fact station The fact that they're based on Bill and Ted means that they're likable enough or, like, dumb enough okay. that he just despises them. <laughs> yeah, that guy. Sorry, I was confused about the robot. See, there's so many yeah. robots, the good and robots. bad. There's the only so thing that can stop robots. a bad robot with a gun is a good robot with a gun. <laughs> I, I, was, I loved that, like, they pulled, a, like, they kept using the Melvin, and, like, they kept using it on characters that didn't have shoelaces. <laughs> Your no. big foamy shoelaces are untied. Right? It got them all. Okay, so they get to this audition before they die. And Pam Greer. Josh, do you recognize Pam Greer oh. from previous episode? Not by name. Uh, she, by looks, apparently. she is running the Battle of the Bands, and she's like, I don't know why I let you in here. You work for pretzels and cheese. And it turns out they literally work for pretzels and cheese, I think. <laughs> Yeah, she's yeah. the one that George Carlin pops out of at the end. Yeah, real, real Johnny Depp. <laughs> There's a lot true. of body horror in this movie. There is. Uh, she, Pam Greer is in our first episode where we switched from a live format to oh, pre-recording yeah. like this. Our only Jackie Tarantino Brown. movie. Jackie Brown, good choice. Yep. She was also on The L Word, and I like to believe she played the same character. <laughs> it just had George Carlin stuck inside her for six seasons. Oh, I thought you meant... <laughs> Uh, from Jackie Brown, but no, that's way better. <laughs> George, 
You wouldn't believe how much material I've gathered. <laughs> uh, so why? I wonder. Have, I wonder whose idea it was was to make the mom switch dads. That was hilarious. Like real, that is such a funny move. <laughs> and then at the very, very end, on one of the papers, she marries the bad, bad guy. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a death row romance where he's in prison. <laughs> I. But even yeah, just, remember in the first movie, she is only like two years older than Bill and Ted because they knew her when yeah. she was a senior and they were sophomores. Oh yeah, I remember. <laughs> So yeah, she's now Ted's mom, stepmom, Missy. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> so the princesses are amazing at music. They're playing the drums, and Bill and Ted have no idea how to play guitars. And they have this <laughs> line where they're just like, "Oh, girls mature faster than guys." <laughs> and I'm like, there's "Holy so shit!" Many, <laughs> there's so many good lines like that. Like whenever they Melvin death at first, and they're running away, and like, "I think we lost him. I can't believe we just Melvin death." And I'm like, "I hope he doesn't catch up with us." <laughs> <laughs> oh, when the robots first appear and ruin their relationship, they look at a picture of the princesses, and one of them goes, "Oh, I've got a full-on robot chubby." Oh my god, I have a note that says Robot Chubby's a good band name. Yeah. yeah. It's a fantastic band name, but also every single thing that happens like that in the movie is immediately followed up with a line that's like, don't worry about that right now, and they like move on from it so fast. Like, yeah. everything is like, we need to unpack this a little bit. They're like, not right now, and then they yeah. just move on. <laughs> no questions asked, either. <laughs> I love, I also love that, like, whatever... <laughs> Evil Bill. There's just certain things about Evil Bill and Ted. It had to have been fun to play like, oh yeah, that role. Um, but <laughs> that like, role. yeah, being the ridiculous evil ones. But like, whenever they're about to kill him, but they all four of them play air guitar together <laughs> for a second. Right before, like, that's what I mean. Oh yeah, they're just like, yeah, we're, we're, so we're gonna kill you. Oh, you're ro- that's fucking sick. That's so yeah. metal. <laughs> like, we'll, we'll rock out to that in yeah. two seconds. The creator yeah, made them it's too just, well. It's just really good. <laughs> I think but this is just... the most charming part of, of Bill and Ted. Is that no matter what happens, <laughs> they're just totally down and like chill for pretty everything. Like they go to hell and they're all for like twenty five minutes before they're like, Yeah, this kinda sucks. <laughs> <laughs> and they're very in the moment. They're like, What do you think is gonna are. happen? And it's like, Well, I don't know, let's worry about what's at hand, bro. <laughs> <laughs> They treat For hell sure. the way, the same way they treat heaven. They just go and they're like, "All right, okay, hey, what's up? All right." Through it with bad posture. <laughs> there was just a couple things that they did. I didn't really so much like them, like taking off their heads and playing basketball oh, or whatever, okay. or like removing their eyes. But there were some uh, things, like little things that they did that fucking killed me. Like after they killed Bill and Ted, uh, Keanu Reeves as evil uh, Bill or evil Ted. Uh, like wants to zoom in, and he just puts his fingers over yes, his I was eyebrows talk and about like this too. <laughs> drags it across, and it zooms in. I'm like, oh my fucking gosh! <laughs> I wrote that rarely do I like seeing a monster vision in a movie, but this totally worked for me. When he did that finger drag across the brow, and it zoomed in across the highway, I was like, okay, goddamn it, they got me. <laughs> Or later on, whenever Evil Bill was like, 
<laughs> he like burped in that girl's face and she passed out or something. That's their knockout gas. <laughs> I know. It's just <laughs> I love whatever they just pulled random powers out of their ass like for no reason. I so really like... wanted more evil villain. <laughs> Before they go to hell, they wander around as ghosts for a while, and this is a scene I always forget about this movie, but I absolutely love. They go to the police station and take over <laughs> Ted's dad. And uh, he does such a good job of acting like Ted, and the detective next to him is Bill, and they're just like, hey, Bill and Ted Esquire have been killed by evil robots from the future, and it's totally bogus. And everybody in the room is like, did they break into the evidence locker and take all the peyote today? And then they just, they peace out and after eating a shitload of donuts. <laughs> and they find this new age group that Missy's running doing a seance. And... This group, I love it, because two of these guys are the directors and writers of the movies. The, uh. And also, this like unexperienced New Age mysticism group sends them to hell. They totally have the yeah. power to derail everything in the movie and drop them into Hades. <laughs> With a book they open that's just a Stephen King book recovered. It's pretty fantastic too, because it's like a the way it's shot. It's shot like the um, almost like the dinner scene from Beetlejuice a little bit. Yeah. But then it's like played almost like the um, beginning scene with Whoopi Goldberg from Movie Ghost, where like they take over and they're part of that group. I was getting real um, vibes from this scene too. Yeah, it was. It's. I mean, it's just a really cool. Um, I don't know, you can just see some of the, like, none of the stuff is derivative because it's all inspired in, like, a really, like, loose way, because you're just like, yeah, I see it, cool guys, cool, and then they're like, yeah, we got other stuff to do, like, it's it's the same thing as the actual text of the movie, where they're just like, don't worry about that right now, and then they move on. Yeah, and Bill it's, and Ted are always so lighthearted and optimistic, and not never mean-spirited, even when they're trying to fool people, they're like, ah, we'll play Battleship, <laughs> that it's, like, you don't get bogged down. It's never like, oh no, they're dead. It's like, I'm sure they'll find a way out of this one. Death is my favorite character in the whole movie. And I remember being little and seeing the previews for this movie and wanting to see it because of him. And then watching it now, I'm like, yeah, I was I was right about that. I nice. definitely <laughs> I was correct. So let's talk about death as a character. This is, I believe, our first time of death personified on the podcast. We haven't had too any other instance of it, have we? Anybody? No? Um, it seems like a death common on the thing. Podcast? Like, in a movie I don't at think one point. I don't think we've had death be a character in a movie yet. Uh, well, but it is. is. A pretty common trope, yes. I love his mansion in this. You're right. It's really timber, and it's really Edward Scissorhands. Everything is dusty and gray and uh, just looks antique, covered in cobwebs. The scene where they're playing games is so fun. I love it so much. It's so, the, the escalation oh of that, gosh. too. Just like as a writer, you can see it on the script being like Battleship, Clue, Magnetic 70s Football. <laughs> like all of this, the way that it goes up, it's just so perfect. I love it so much. 
Twister. I was surprised <laughs> that they didn't. I was surprised that they didn't do uh, Rock'em Sock'em Robots, but I realized they were saving that for the end. And to have, they would have to introduce three, which I think would be an even funnier thing if it was like two blue robots against one white death robot. And it would just like make oh, that would again. be really good. <laughs> I want to get the scene where they open up death's like closet of board games and kind of step in and like they're choosing which one to play because he has so many. Every single one of them. Is great. So good, and then when he's when they go to heaven and they mug those people, and you think you know exactly who's going to be who, <laughs> and they come out it's so good, it's so dang good. I just, it's everything, all the cartoony bits hit so hard in this movie. I just think it's so funny. I don't think they had really to mug good anyone painting. in heaven to get in. That was the funniest part to me. Like the people are like, "Oh, would you like to come in?" They're like, "Hang on, I don't know if we're <laughs> ready for this." All right, let's take some people's clothes and put them on over our clothes. Sorry. <laughs> We're not ready for heaven. we got to mug someone first. <laughs> ah, this is when we come in contact with Station. Oh, yeah. Station Did I miss great. a joke? Something, is he called that for, like, a reason? That's uh, just his name. Okay. Yep. I love the thing at the end where he was like, and the man who could make one word mean any word... Station. <laughs> then he's back to being two yeah. beings. <laughs> yeah. This is one problem I have with the movie. We're in heaven, and there's this huge group of humans gathered around like an extraterrestrial super being. I want more aliens. I want this to be Why, like uh, the yeah. cantina from Star Wars. There's the only two of them. Mm -hmm. there's the only, not only evil. is there only two of them. Slash one. one race, but there's no other there's no other races. Yeah, slash one. <laughs> no more aliens. species, no other anything, yeah. That would have been more budget though. Sure. Yeah, they blew all their budget in really weird scenes. Real <laughs> weird like, scenes. Like when station fuses together become one station. They get <laughs> a very very horror-esque cocoon. Oh my gosh, I did not like the mini stations to have their butt cracks went up their entire back. Full back. It's where the good like boards split them. Real good jiggle effects. It reminds me of like that uh, Dead or Alive volleyball game. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> you can just imagine they're making these mini suits that. and they make the ass and it's like, nah, that thing's hard foam. Watch when I slap it and it's just like, thwack. They're like, I need it to jiggle when this thing runs. Why, sir? You're fired. Give me somebody who can make a jiggly ass on an alien. I want this to be like E.T. but thick. I want them to look like two giant walking ball sacks. I want like how E.T. is at the bottom, but all the way up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and real weird, like, earnest, scared, stupid troll faces. Kind of alarming. And when they, when they become a big 10-foot version of themselves, even scarier. But whatever, they're, oh, yeah. they're a friend. Because <sighs> we build a robot, two robots in a van while driving across <laughs> L.A. Death helped with the wings. Yeah. <laughs> Made the wings. <laughs> I, I love this. I love I love the Battle of the Bands when he like is introduced as the bass player and then he gets the scythe like handed to him and he does like that swinging around his head trick a couple a times free, and he just a like let's freestyle go. rap. And <laughs> yeah. like stand up, he's such a showman. He's milking this performance for all it's worth. 
he's living for yeah. what? <laughs> oh, I the final it. showdown is so good because they introduce it with uh, Primus opening for them. And my oh, notes have... That's what I... What's that? That's my number one note. Is like, not only did they have to beat the bad guys and learn how to play their instruments, they had to beat Primus in the Battle of the Bands. And there's just no way. <laughs> no way. No way. That's such a boss level challenge. How much? What was this battle of the bands exactly? Because he was like, the best "Yeah, Dad, if I LA. win, if I win this battle of the bands, I can pay you back all that money I owe you." <laughs> well, that had to be George Carlin putting the whole thing together and being like, "Okay, they are in debt this much amount of money. They <laughs> need to be <laughs> just totally making everything be like." Oh, he okay, raised all like the money through marketing. He's like, "We have." Pearl Jam, we have Primus, we have Mattel, and like everybody's just like, holy shit, let's pay for advertising, and he raised all this money, and he knew Bill and Ted were going to win, and that's how he Something just blew my mind about this movie, because the bad guy is the one who makes all of the world broadcast the concert so that he can show that he's dominating the world. Yes. But that's what leads to Bill and Ted being able to play their music for the entire world. This whole movie was set up by George Carlin's character. Of course. Yes. He's the brains behind it all. I mean, I, I mean, Bill and Ted could go back in time as much as they want to. I don't think they could engineer a gun that shoots out a flag that says wild stallion rules <laughs> they must have found one that was like oh let's use this and then george yeah. Biden is like eggs and they died again again. Yeah. so they could do death to take him to a guy that can fix the gun that battle is so fucking funny when they're like well if we get out of here we're gonna do this and it happens and well i know i get you out of here i'm going to do this and this happens but only one of us it. can get out of here so we just made it look like you got out of here to fool you and it's like holy shit this is like a schoolyard battle of wits it is <laughs> it gives their dad like a the infinity plus one move yeah <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and then everybody hold on five seconds. We have to go learn how to play guitar for 16 months. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. I love how this movie does time travel. Like, this is my favorite time travel by far because they just don't care, and that's the best way that you can do it. So, well I'm just done. cracking up on the concept and just being like, yeah, well, that's true, then this is true. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, let's, we can do this because we can. So, we saw Bill's hell, and it was all blue, and everybody was at the table, and his grandma wanted to kiss him. What was what was Ted's hell? It was like green, and it was the military dad. I think it's bright pink, and it's the Easter Bunny. Oh, mm-hmm. I forget. See, I already forgot. Grandma destroyed him. No, it was yeah, it was pink. That was that was Bill, but Ted's was. That like he broke his little brother or sister's Easter basket, and he got in trouble. Okay. The candy. Man, they've had like not hard lives. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's the entire point of this hell scene. Like, even though it's like filmed scary, it's not bad at all. <laughs> it's not even like your favorite toy broke. It's you broke someone else's toy. <laughs> just like this is the only time like is that like literally the only time that ted's dad ever yelled at him <laughs> something and that's why it sticks out in his head so much or something Maybe i don't he know was young yeah 
Yeah, because we see Ted's dad. He's like a hard ass, isn't he? Constantly. He's like a cop, like threatening to send him to military school. He's not only a cop, he leads the SWAT team. Yeah. He's like head cop. And I guess uh, Bill's dad is like, uh, like dishonored from whatever position he had once his wife <laughs> left him because he looked like he was on the verge of killing himself. He was having a hard time. That's very true. <laughs> oh, Missy, just tearing this town up one relationship <laughs> at a time. <laughs> oh, uh, it's till... too bad that the ro- the evil robot versions of them weren't the only ver- weren't the only ones to drop the f bomb this time. Oh, I know. I thought about that the whole movie. I was like, this is so close to perfect. If they hadn't. <sighs> Yeah. That sucks so bad. And the first time it happens, you're like, well, it sucks that it's in the movie, but it's the evil people saying it. And then the second <laughs> then time he it happens, says it. it's like the, the main characters, yeah. and you're like, oh, inexcusable, come on. <laughs> uh, I think that happens in the first one, too, if I remember correctly. Yeah, they do. They do. Uh, it's whenever they hug each other. <laughs> definitively can say it does not happen in the third one. All right. Nice. Spoilers. No, <laughs> <speech>. <laughs> Great. That's all, that was my only critique of the whole movie. I was like, gosh, dang. Because then the rest of it, I was like, yeah, I'm on board. This is fantastic. Yeah. Josh, what do you have to say about that? What? The that that's the only speech in the, the third the, movie? No, that that's no, her only critique. Like, what do you not like about this? Oh, there are plenty of other things to dislike. Because you really liked the first movie, so I'm interested to see why you didn't like this one so much. I just think it wasn't as good as the first, right? Um, you know, they set up a lot of plots that don't really go anywhere. They set up a lot of cool things that they don't really do with. You know, the movie kind of goes, plays. they set up this evil one, Ted, that's really fun, great, and then they just sideline it and just go, by the way, we're in hell now, by the way, we're in heaven now. Uh, by the way, hey, there's this bad guy now that was mentioned at the beginning of the movie that's only important now. And uh, when Ted, remember them, they get beat two seconds uh, <laughs> and don't even put up a fight. They just, like, see the Bill and Ted and they're like, oh, man, those are way cooler than us. And then they just lose. They knew about Like, they don't have, like, they don't have a rock-off or, like, like anything. Oh, an evil like, rock-off would have been nice. Oh, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know, like, all the, the set pieces were cool, I like, I like that it went different direction than the first movie, like, mm-hmm. I think I did go to it thinking that there was going to be more time travel shenanigans and more, like, you know, guest stars from the past stuff, but it's not called Bill and Ted 2, it's called Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, mm-hmm. so, you know, I appreciate that they did something different, that I just don't think it was as fun as the first movie. It was definitely heavier than the first movie was, I think. Like like Austin said, it wasn't exactly, like, gorier, but it was much more disturbing. Yeah. Because it wasn't an excellent adventure. It was a bogus journey. Yeah. Sometimes I wonder if there's, like, some, um, I don't know, like, predeterminism when you put, like, a, a word like bogus in your title. Like, it just kind of lends people to think, like, oh, well, this is bad, not good. Oh, it's a great fucking title, because if it's good, then, you know, the title just relates to the movie, and if it's bad, they can go, oh, we intended that. <laughs> uh, the original title for this film was Bill and Ted Go to Hell, so I'm glad they went with this. Yeah. 
much better to Yeah, that, w- that would have been a big mislead, I think. I mean, they do go... Right, but that's not like the main <laughs> part of the movie. They also they go just to heaven, of... they also yeah. go to San Dimas. <laughs> <laughs> Bill and Ted All go to San Dimas. We're in Delaware. <laughs> so the first movie was about traveling through time. This movie was about, what, traveling through dimensions? Yeah. Are heaven and hell separate dimensions? I don't know. Yes. I guess we can't really answer that question on this podcast. That's a bit beyond our scope. No jigsaw. There was a jigsaw-like puppet, though. There <laughs> was. He's yeah. following him, waiting to make his strike. Yeah. <laughs> he gets that I, time I already have my pitch for the next movie. Ready Bill and Ted is, or uh, Jigsaw is the time cop. <laughs> yeah, that's what we were saying. Like, he's the one. Like, if you uh, if you manipulate time too much, you gotta face a jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> he comes after you. He's like, you want to play a game? You've scattered And death is like, okay, my best three out of five. <laughs> oh no, you don't want to do that with a jigsaw puzzle. <laughs> Death's head has just exploded open from a reverse bear oh. trap. And he's like, oh my god. time. I know we've been joking about jigsaw being in these movies, but if the last jigsaw movie isn't him challenging death to a game. <laughs> <laughs> Jigsaw literally beats death and comes back to life. <laughs> Ooh. Just like at the end of the first song, he just like gets up and just like leaves the vault. Climbs out of a bathtub or whatever he did. <laughs> There's like how many of those movies, Josh? Saw? Yeah. Um, I believe we're on eight. Oh, that's too is many. The Eddie, newest one. The Eddie Murphy announced? one. The Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy one is the newest one. Uh, Eddie Murphy's in this one? What? Okay, no, not hear. Eddie Murphy. No, what the fuck are you talking about? I was going to say what? Yeah, the Haunted not Mansion. Eddie Murphy. <laughs> one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Sorry. Sorry, Spiral is nine. Uh, but it's not out yet. Spiral is nine. Okay. Spiral from the Book of Saw. So we're getting, <laughs> oh, okay. We're getting what, Hobbs what and Shaw movie, here. What movie did the guy... <laughs> What movie did Jigsaw die? Like four? Three. Three. Yeah. She dies in three. And then there's a prequel. How is there still nine? Because other people become spoilers. Other people become Jigsaw. Uh, also, one of them is a prequel. He's Jigsaw is the friends we made along the way. Every time he suffers yeah. too much damage, he's reincarnated as another British man. <laughs> Recently, he, just up the last he was a British woman talk- for the first time. Yeah, we already talked to, like, Bill, like, that, like, s- Jigsaw versus the Doctor would be legitimately cool. Interesting. Well, Bill and Ted, you can see different influences all over this one from Terminator, but also Doctor Who, because, I, I mean, it's a phone booth that they travel in. <laughs> um, I Bill and Ted took that directly from... 100%, yeah. Doctor they had been around for, like, 300 years. Yeah, our time, his time. So are these? Are they the American doctors that everybody has been searching for? Yes, I think <laughs> the the quest is over. <laughs> Ooh. We've had it all along. It was in the past. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah, I really get oh, what you're man. saying, Justin, about this being directed by different people every like thirty-five minutes or so. 
It really felt like it. It didn't feel like all that disjointed. Like, like it, it, I don't think it suffered from it, but like it definitely seemed like there were just different set pieces that were like made by completely different people. Yeah, Which like, I mean, they do that in movies before. Like it's all blue in the desert, like Star Wars or Star Trek, like you were talking about, and then they die. When they get sent to hell is one of my favorite scenes because they fall down that pit for so long that they have to like take a breath from screaming, and then they're like, "You want to play twenty questions, dude?" And like, I imagine there's a time skip, and we don't know how long it really takes. But they hit the ground in hell, and it's like, "Whoa, that was pretty cool. Want to do that again?" <laughs> and it looks yeah, falling think- forever is always a good trope. Yeah, like oh, it's, it is. It's, it's one of my favorite. Good. Uh, do you think the devil really knows the devil horn sign? <laughs> think that's what got his attention. Do you think he really is like, oh, that's my sign? I yeah, hope so. I love that. I loved that. <laughs> I loved how they were just like, uh, oh, this is hell. I didn't think this is what this would look like. Our metal covers have lied to us, and then it cuts <laughs> to like a metal cover. Yeah. <laughs> chains and islands and a demon at first when they drop into hell it kind of looks like mist like just a terrible 3d rendering it did i was like oh they're getting transported to like doom or something but luckily it changed to practical effects real quick which i don't Uh, know i had thought if they remade that if they remade that movie right now, not not the new one that just came out, but if they remade Bogus Journey right now, do you think it would be gorier? Like I thought like after they fell off the cliff, I thought for sure when they scrolled down and we were to see their bodies dead on the ground, they were gonna be like mangled up. Oh, and the they were just like made summer comes I was hoping they would just be skeletons. Not dead. Like mm-hmm. his yeah. giant hammer. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, skeletons as soon as they hit the ground is really funny. Yeah. That's like a so with the hat movie. on. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fantastic. <laughs> um, yeah. No, yeah. I don't know. That's really hard to say. Because PG-13 movies right now have so little gore that I think they got away with more in this than they would nowadays. That's fair. That's very fair. <sighs> You don't want the dark, gritty Bill and Ted? Well, I didn't say I didn't. No, I don't. I don't want the Nolan Bill and Ted. (laughs) Bill and Tenant? Bill and (laughs) Tenant. We are the only Uh, movie in 2020. It means we get to make 10 others next year. (laughs) All the spinoffs happen now. That would be fun. That would be a lot of fun. All right, well, this has been a lot of fun, talking about Bill and Ted's bogus journey, their trip through heaven, hell, San Dimas, uh, Rancho Cucamonga, all those fun (laughs) West Coast places. All the places. (laughs) So, so, Austin, would you recommend this movie? Yes, if you're a fan of the first one. I would definitely say give this a shot. It's not identical, but it's equally as entertaining. It doesn't lag in any spots. It's funny. Uh, It holds up pretty well. We talked about that. Um, Mm -hmm. It's 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 a good it's a good trip. I like where it starts. I like where it ends. Uh, It wraps up nice, and I'm down for it. Yeah, 
Yeah, I liked it. I thought it had really good pacing. It just went like boom, boom, boom. It was like set piece, set piece, set piece. It had really good jokes. I thought the writing was solid. They gave really, really good performances, and I just had a whole lot of fun watching the movie. It made me laugh pretty much. Not like hearty laughing a couple times, but like, you know, like a giggle throughout the entire movie. Uh, Josh, I agree uh, with you. I wish they had more evil Bill and Ted. That would have made it so good. Do you recommend it? No, I think if you really, really, really liked the first movie and you have 90 minutes, sure, check it out. But if if it's if you had any emotions less than like favorite top five movies of all time, I would give this a pass maybe face the music will be better i don't think it's going to be oh we'll get to it uh, i'm excited i have a a plot id mine that i really hope they do that they're probably not going to we'll see but we'll see we'll get that pitch eventually sarah this was your movie your choice how do you feel after watching it would you uh recommend this i honestly think that maybe this franchise is the only thing that could give people hope this year like (laughs) Aww. I think people are so excited for the third one, and then if they yeah. go back and revisit the first two, they're going to have a lot of escapism giggles, and I think that's what they need. For sure. Yep. I'm always good for, like, a nice, like, action. Like, that's what I like about these Bill and Ted movies, is that, like, they're so uh, non-threatening, I guess. <laughs> they're just, like, a fun time. The stakes aren't too high. I mean, I know they yeah. die, but... That's no, but they right have the they have they have stakes. But even though whenever they die, you know that they're gonna be okay because right. it's Bill and Ted. Love it, and it's just always a fun time. And I think that they are really, really good in these roles, both the two main characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's just always fun to see them play them. And I can't wait to watch the new one and see them play it again. So much, so many years later. That's going to be Bill and Ted Face the Music. Really hard not to talk about that one because I've already seen it. <laughs> oh, if you like that, wait till you see this part. <laughs> um, yeah, three recommends. One maybe from Josh? He said no. A hard, hard maybe. Not, not, not much of a recommend. Okay, that's a no. <laughs> Yeah, pretty conservative with his recommends. I, like I was hoping Bill and Ted. A year. I was I was hoping Bill and Ted was gonna like keep you going strong because that was one of the ones you liked. Yeah, it just it just didn't do it for me this time. I'm sorry. Fair enough. Fair enough. I, I would I would rather recommend that you watch the first movie again than watch this one. Oh, wow, makes sense. That's. And you don't. I think if they had over. done more with with Evil Bill Ted, I would have like loved this movie. Like they had just gone full ham on it, where they just keep doing dumb Evil Bill and Ted shit, and they just have to deal with it like constantly. They, they had made another one, and it had been the movie from Evil Bill and Ted's point of view. Then yeah. you would have seen a little bit of the Heaven and Hell stuff, but it would have been overwhelmingly. Evil yeah, like, why yeah. couldn't they have just brought Bill, Evil Bill and Ted along for the movie? Why couldn't it's gone like, try to get us in hell? Ooh, and then they, like, jump chase? in, like, like a that. book or whatever. Yeah. That's a good They, move. like, they, like kidnap the girls and take them through, like, hell and heaven. And like, I, 
I'll, I will oh, say that I think that they did okay. I'm okay with how it is now, but one thing I will agree with Josh for sure is that they should have had a rock off. Oh between yeah, evil Bill and Ted and good Bill and Ted. Yeah, seems like a big missed opportunity. They could have even went and learned how to play guitar before the rock off, <laughs> and come back with like beards and babies. They could have done the exact same joke just yeah. before they beat the robots. Yeah, sure. <laughs> Where did they go to learn guitar, I wonder? Uh, George Carlin yeah. set up a whole space for them. He like yeah. did the whole thing. Of course, he got, he got the greatest guitar players in, through time and space. Clearly ZZ Top was involved. Yes, and a heavy <laughs> influence. <laughs> when they get to choose their own fashion, it gets weird. Like, you can tell Bill and Ted grew up in thrift store fashion because everything is like really good color palettes, but half of the things are like used softball equipment. Like chest plates and knee pads and Reeboks that are two or three sizes too big and then a jacket that's like beige on top of a brown shirt <laughs> but even when they come back as like millionaire stars it's kind of the same thing but just more of it like layered you gotta love it for sure <laughs> uh we love it, and if you love it, and if you want to see more and listen to more of this podcast, you can find us on podcast.com and iTunes.com, or iTunes podcast app. We're on Facebook under FapCheck, YouTube at FapCheck, and FapCheck at gmail.com if you have any questions, concerns, comments, or hate mail. Mm-hmm. Um, we love it. Yeah, we love it. Uh, we put out a new episode every weekend, and... Do you have anything, uh, Sarah, that you'd like to plug while you're here? I mean, just follow me on Twitter. I'm uh, at Sarah K, S-A-R-A-H-K, and then Amity. So Sarah Comedy. (laughs) (laughs) You can't believe how much better that is than my old one. Like, it used to take me 10 minutes to explain my old Twitter avatar and whatever it used to be. Like, it took forever. So this is better. (laughs) Nice. We'll definitely link you to that when we put the episode out. And uh, thank you so much for being a guest. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. It was Thanks. so fun. That was we a lot of fun. You. you brought a really fun movie to the table, so come back anytime. Come back with <laughs> another fun movie that you may have seen or may haven't seen. The only rules mm-hmm. is somebody hasn't can't have seen it. <laughs> we don't have many rules here, and they're real hard to explain. Yeah. <laughs> hey, have you seen...